A few weeks after the painful end of the Dodgers' season, the O'Malley-Ricky drama reached a crescendo. O'Malley had convinced John Smith's widow to make the Brooklyn Trust Company the executors of the state. This gave O'Malley a controlling interest in the franchise. He would buy out Ricky. On October 26th, O'Malley became the team's majority owner and president. He appointed longtime company man Buzzy Bavese as his new general manager. He fired Shotton as the manager and hired former Dodger coach Charlie Dressen, who had skippered the Oakland Oaks in the Pacific Coast League the past two seasons. He also announced that small fines would be levied on Dodgers employees who mentioned Ricky's name. Branch Ricky's unceremonious dismissal from the organization meant that Ricky Jr.'s tenure in Brooklyn was over, too. He would accompany his father to the Pittsburgh Pirates, where Ricky's miserly ways would make a bad franchise even worse. He said, I just don't like to think I'm leaving a club which has Hodges on it. He is everything you look for in a ball player, on and off the field. After the season, Hodges picked up some extra money barnstorming with the team sponsored by tennis star Bobby Riggs and John J. Yakim, a young businessman who'd briefly be part owner of the Washington Senators. Several weeks later, he, Joan, and Gil Jr. were in Petersburg to celebrate Thanksgiving. Marjorie had graduated from St. Anthony's in Terre Haute and was working as a registered nurse at the Putnam County Hospital upstate in Greencastle. Bob had worked in nearby Washington at U.S. Rubber, where he met Gladys Bales, a young secretary who watched him play ball for the factory team. Gladys was one-eighth American Indian, one of six girls born into a Missouri farming family. On April 21, 1951, Bob and Gladys would marry and start a large family in Evansville, where he'd work first at a Siemens factory and then in the sporting goods business for his friend Gussie Derner, the town's first All-American basketball player. Bob Derner and Red Robert Smith had played on a strong Enos Coles contingent that narrowly defeated Gill's Oakland City College team in a much-publicized exhibition game after the Oaks' 1949-50 season. Gill's return home was big news, and little he did wasn't reported in the local newspapers. While bowling in Princeton, Gill's friend, Stanley Bishop, told him about a young boy named Joe Decker who was having serious health problems. The next day, Gill and Joan were at the boy's bedside. In 2011, Decker, who played briefly in the Reds' chain, recalled, When I was nine years old, Gill Hodges was my idol, and when I played, I'd imagine I was him. That fall, I suffered a ruptured appendix with little chance for survival. They did surgery, and at one time there was no pulse. They sent me home after two weeks with drains in my abdomen for recovery. I was in bad shape. One day, when I was lying on the couch, the doorbell rang. My father brought the visitor to me and asked, Do you know who this is? I looked in amazement and said, It's Gil Hodges. Imagine my shock. He had the largest hands I had ever seen, and they completely engulfed my little paw. I showed him a scrapbook I had of him. Gil stayed for an hour talking baseball and encouraging me to get well so I could play baseball again. When he was leaving, he gave me two baseballs, one autographed by Gil with best wishes and the other autographed by the entire Dodgers team. I stopped feeling sorry for myself and wanted to make a fast recovery. Gil Hodges saved my life with this special visit. I truly believe that.